Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Ingelop and I am your daily social worker. So right here today we are going to talk about a very interesting topic and indeed something which uh, as a social worker I believe that everyone should be aware of and you should be able to know what to do in case you do come across somebody who needs help. So our discussion for today is around it's around the human trafficking and forced labor exploitation and this is done in collaboration with the university um, and it basically aims to create awareness and shed light into the human trafficking and empower and educate the listener to know how to support victims and what to do so exploitation and human trafficking happens everywhere while the context and the intensity of exploitation varies this is one set truth that many social service professionals encounter in in their different workplaces and when i talk about social service professionals um, i'm talking about social workers uh, community workers uh, customs workers you know psychology psychiatrists or even nurses you know or doctors when you get to see patients and you wonder what happened so with an understanding of the key concepts in the context of exploitation and trafficking and you know you want to become aware of the science of exploitation you know you want to become knowledgeable on, on different actors and support systems that help vulnerable exploit exploited and trafficking or trafficked people in society and each country you find these systems already in place so it is a matter of you as an individual uh, familiarizing yourself with what is say in society so um, I made a short case study just an example of uh, something that I will be you know that will be guiding my discussion on 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 forced labor for example so an example I could take for example we have here um, different migrant workers some are seasonal workers and that basically means farmers uh, you know uh, hire a farm workers basically or they call them like seasonal workers who come here to Finland and pick berries and things like that and they get paid really low even though this money might seem a lot from their home country is really nothing compared to what they would be paid if they were using like uh, Finnish law standards uh, so this case study is about Vladimir who arrived in Finland say, in 2005 and his friend who works at the construction site told him that he can help him get a job there and despite having all his qualifications and deserving to get a, a good pay, um, the employer told him, you know, a Russian passport, a Russian wage, a Finnish passport, a Finnish wage. And this is something that perhaps a lot of migrant workers experience, that even if it's not said exactly in these words, they do experience it. So from this case, we can see discrimination and Finland can be portrayed as a racist and, racist and withdrawn country where foreigners are treated uh, badly and as inferior due to the double nature of the labor markets and migrants are vulnerable to exploitation and a lot of them are subjected to you know different uh, you know treatment such as if you don't speak the language even though you qualify you might not get the job also so this is just a case but there's different scenarios and different situations that you know 
we can compare as we go along through this discussion. But at the end of the day, I hope that you know when once I have covered everything, at least we have a clear guideline of what to do or or how to help somebody who might find themselves in that situation, whether it's an ordinary stranger or a relative of yours. So human trafficking and modern slavery are thought to be amongst the most widespread crimes in the world, affecting millions of men, women, and children each day. Broken down into simpler terms, this means human trafficking is made up of three elements of movement or recruitment by deception or coercion for, and coercion here means force, so the purpose of exploitation. So it is defined by the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crimes as the act of recruiting, of recruitment, transportation, transfer, harboring, or receipt of persons by means of threat or use of force or other forms of coercion or abduction, of fraud or deception, of the abuse of power, of a position of vulnerability, or the giving of receiving of payments or, ben- or benefits to achieve the consent of a person having control over another person for the purpose of exploitation. Now, there are many forms of exploitation into which people can be trafficked and held in slavery. So. These crimes are happening in every corner of the world and can include any person regardless of age, socioeconomic background or location. So as a result, each case can look very different below, you know, each case can look very different. And, you know, I'm going to just mention briefly other exploitations just to make sense and not leave out anything. So here, uh, you know, there's... Uh, a few most common reported forms of human trafficking and modern slavery so and the most common types of exploitation and human trafficking include sexual exploitation and this is when someone is deceived or forced to take part in sexual activity you know labor exploitation refers to the situation where people are forced to work for little or no payment often under the threat you know of punishment and this is what i'm going to be focusing mainly on and domestic servitude is that you know this is when a domestic worker or helper who works with their employer's uh, home and the arrangement turns into exploitative you know as the workers movement is restricted and restricted and forced to work longer hours for little pay so some may also suffer physical and sexual abuse in the process um, forced marriage is another one so this is when a person is put under pressure to marry someone especially in the case of underage children and you know child what we call child marriages uh, another one is uh, forced criminality so this is when an individual is forced to carry out criminal activity through force or deception this can happen through many forms such as drug trade begging or selling counterfeit goods and so on um, child soldiers is another one again these are children and young people under the age of 18 who are used for for any military purpose 
and finally there is uh, the organ harvesting you know organ trafficking in which involves removing a part of the body such as kidneys or livers to sell often as an illegal trade uh, and these cases are all you know they are all harsh in nature especially when we talk when we talk about humanity in a sense so what exactly is human trafficking and forced labor in Finland? So human trafficking, you know, in Finnish we say is a crime in Finland and the following acts are regarded as human trafficking. Firstly, forcing someone to work without pay for too little pay, forcing someone to sell sex, forcing someone to beg or commit crimes, forcing someone to marry. And how do you know Um, how do you know that you have fallen as a victim of sex trafficking? There's a few little things that one can look into. There's a few little things that one can can look into. Here, you, you have here like a... How do you know you are a victim of human trafficking? Firstly, you you may be a victim of human trafficking if someone is if someone is uh, pressuring you to do things you do not want to do. Someone is making threats of violence against you or your family. Someone is threatening to report you to authorities if you do not do what they ask or what they want and someone is preventing or controlling your movements and you are unable to freely discuss your situation with others so victims of human trafficking can be women men or children so human traffic human traffickers can be professional criminals but also acquaintances friends or relatives of the victims so what type of help is there for victims basically facing human trafficking so victims of human trafficking can get help so if you suspect that you are a victim of human trafficking you need to contact assistance system for victims of human trafficking which uh, we call it Ichmiskaupan Ukraine Automas Automisiariestelma so that's in Finnish uh, you can find the contact information on the Ichmiskaupan or Bistefi on their website basically and that's where you know you can get assistance employers rights and obligation finish working life has many rules that the employee and employer must follow the legislation and collective agreements determine for example minimum wages working hours holidays sick, uh, sick pay and the terms of dismissal in finland an employee has a right to uh, you know remunerations in accordance with the collective agreement and other minimum provisions the protection provided by the acts and contracts and you know usually joining a union also a health and safe working environment an employee has obligation to perform their work carefully observe their agreed upon working hours as well but what you often find is that when when one moves to Finland, you know, they are usually not aware of this, you know, as they certainly as they integrate into the new society, they are still not aware of the different guidelines to follow, you know. And this is oftentimes where they are taken advantage of. 
So one can also call the National Counseling Service of Occupational Safety and Health Authorities. And you know, and I should point out that some of these services are offered in multiple languages. You know, even though Finland is a small country, most of the time the main official services are offered in Finnish or Swedish. And there are times where they have, you know, managed to include English in it and and now more and more organizations are branching out and offering them also in Russian, Estonian, French, Somali, Spanish, Chinese and Arabic, different languages and this you can find it on employees' rights, advice for immigrants working in Finland, uh, guide to working in Finland, you know, victim support Finland. And they have, there's also different videos that one can look at to study, to educate themselves so they understand um, what is happening. So this information, one can obviously visit the InfoPankyPistafi, that's a website. So I, I will say it again, InfoPankyPistafi. And you can find some of these numbers, where to call and what time the companies are opening. Um, let's see. So... Let's talk about act and contract secure employees' rights. So, labor legislations and collective agreements regulate employees' rights and obligations. Employees and employers association negotiate with each other on field-specific collective agreements. The legislation and collective agreements determine, for example, minimum wages, working hours, holidays, sick pay, and the terms of dismissal. And this information can also be read further in detail once you visit the website I've just mentioned here where you can look under the agreement on terms of employment and the content of employment contract. Uh, and I should also point out that here exactly the Ministry of Economic Affairs and Employment is also responsible, you know, to you know to to oversee all this. Uh, and also these labor legislation brochures can be found also in Finnish and Swedish and English as well. And in terms of equality, in Finland here, every employee has a right to equality and non-discrimination in applying for a job and at the workplace. But even though this is stated legally in the constitution or, you know, it does not mean that everyone applies this. Not all employers, not all companies follow this, and that's why you have a lot of foreign workers, migrant workers complaining about discrimination, complaining about, um, you know, being mistreated at work and all. So you, one really has to study this to understand it, whether it's as an individual worried about your own work life or as a professional who is working with. Uh, you know, victims of, you know, exploitation and forced labor. Contract of employment. A contract of employment is created when an employee and employer agree on the work. The employee will perform and on the, uh, you know, the package to be paid for it and other benefits and conditions. So the conditions of the contract of employment are determined in accordance with the labor legislation and collective agreement. The contract of employment binds both parties. So if if you as an individual or even you as a worker, you don't understand uh, all this, you can always consult um, to get, you know, career guidance or counseling on how all this works. 
And furthermore, just to add on that, there's also annual holidays. So according to the annual holidays act, an employee is entitled to annual holidays or holiday compensation in Finland. And trade unions, you know, you are one is encouraged to you to join a trade union in who will eventually assist you should you run into trouble with your employer through your company this you know usually has a lot of benefits from there so you can join a trade union in your own field the trade union strives to secure interests of its members in the working life um, health and safety at work you know this about occupational safety and health administration that monitors the industry of safety instruction which is really really important uh, employment benefits when a person who lives in Finland permanently becomes unemployed they are entitled to unemployment benefit so one also needs to know this about if you are not sure about this or nobody has ever taken you through this oftentimes you end up in situation where you are forced to do uh, jobs on the black market and all that so pension an immigrant who has lived in Finland for sufficient long time can you know receive pension due to the old age or incapacity for work taxation when you work in Finland you are required to pay taxes another important thing uh, occupational health care every employer is entitled to organize preventive occupational health care for their employees family leave when a child is born to a family the mother or father can by law stay at home to look after the child so these are benefits that one can look up testimonial of services when an employee's contract or employment expires they're entitled to a written testimonial of service from their employer So these are all important things to point out when one is talking about uh, forced labor because oftentimes people are not really aware of this. Either the country where they are coming from, their home country, where they are coming from, either the services maybe did not exist or they're just not really aware of what the current environment offers. So it's good to repeat this, it's good to bring it out. So the most common form of you know human trafficking is forcing someone to work without the pay or an or uh, otherwise bad condition working under bad conditions so you can find information about the rights of employees in finland on info finland pages employees rights and obligation and problems in working life and that is the one we've been discussing on earlier and here like when we speak about bad condition for example you notice like uh, seasonal worker who come here in the summer to pick berries you know oftentimes they work under these conditions or you notice that no matter how much immigrants are educated in finland they can have a master's or phd or even a, you know they end up being given uh mac what we call mac jobs to do cleaning when they basically qualify to do a normal job like any other field so yeah uh where can i get help for problems in working life firstly one you need to discuss with your supervisor first if that does not help then you contact the you know the 
steward of the workplace if there is no shop steward at the workplace and you are a member of the trade union then you contact the trade union and this is the importance of having to join to to join a trade union within your field um, and the central organization of, of the Finnish trade union SAC in abbreviated the SAC CAK provides free employment counseling you can see the services if you are not a trade union member um, there are also lawyers who do pro bono work uh, basically they assist you for free and you know there you one can call you know working in Finland as a fee their website it will definitely be there on the on the on the the contact details is definitely there on the website and furthermore there's also um, the National Counseling Service of Professional Safety and Health Authorities that do that. But I should point out that in this situation, if you if your situation is basically an ordinary case about uh, working working um, uh, working situation with you know working situation within Finland when you're already a local and you've been here for a while and it has nothing to do with you being a victim then you work with SAC but the moment you realize that uh, you are a victim of uh, exploitation of labor or any other uh, human trafficking exploitation then you follow a rather much different route which will come which we'll discuss as we go on so I'm just gonna again point out here that um, how will you know if you are, you know, you are doing forced work? Like, am I forced to work with no salary? My employer also threatens me with violence. Where can I get help? So, so if you have the right to get help and you, firstly, let's say you have the right to get help and protection. According to the Finnish law, employees must be treated well and they must be paid the salary. Human trafficking is a crime in Finland. And you know more information can be found on the Info Finland page where you can look at this and more documents and articles from different organizations. Um, so human trafficking and forced labor, you know, again, it's a crime. It doesn't matter if you're in Finland or wherever you are. It is. So I'm just gonna. Uh, talk more a little bit about it about the uh, labor exploitation in Finland. So, so these serious forms of labor exploitation is are widespread in the EU, and you know migrants are at risk of being exploited, especially in some sectors which often employ low-skilled and flexible workforce. And I must also point out sometimes it's not at all low skill because in a country which speaks a foreign language like Finnish and, and, and Swedish, which is not English, oftentimes what they call low skill cannot spell, so just be a language barrier where if you don't speak Finnish, then nobody hires you. So in this uh, work, flexible workforces are agriculture, cleaning, catering, and food processing, manufacturing and processing, etc. Like uh, the textile industry, so domestic work and home care. And this domestic work and home care often also falls under this cleaning sector. And that's where you find the net jobs and attending to the roads and snow and all these things. Um, 
so women are also at the high risk of facing sexual harassment and sexual violence at work or the activities are not considered or qualified as work so helping around in a restaurant or farm or private home and this is all happening in a country which is tend to be you know a developed country as well so each country faces their own challenges but despite this is not just about um companies or boards but it's also about st- the state itself now as you as we as we mentioned earlier that in terms of agriculture most of seasonal workers are people who come from say uh you know uh, asia to come and do seasonal work and then they get paid a small salary but of course when they convert it to their own currency it looks like more money and so they often exploited because either they could not find jobs back at home and so they see it as an opportunity so how do you know what are the indicators of labor exploitation so from a professional perspective or just as an individual you being aware in societies you want to ask yourself questions like does this person have a working contract do they have the right permit to work and you know they give you different permits if you are a student If you are only coming here for work, you get a work permit, or you get a study permit, or you get a family visa permit, all those different ones which I'll either say you are allowed to work or you're not allowed to work. So you want to have to look out for this. So can they work legally? Are they working illegal hours and long hours? Do they receive you know any salary is it high is it low this type of random payments is that today they get paid and then the next month they don't not that what type of work environment that they're working in is it dangerous does it include physical you know is it how is the sanitation there did they go for this safety training on how to especially in terms of construction workers all those Do they have the necessary safety gear, you know? The right equipment, protective equipment. Have they, you know, are they able to terminate their work contract? Because sometimes they are not, you know. And this usually happens that you notice that sometimes depending on the condition one is employed, they might also face situations where their documents are removed from them like passports in terms of human trafficking you know yeah so what kind of work environments are they working in and in talking like talking again like referring back to the passports do they have their passport their bank cards other document or has it been confiscated by the employer Where do they live? Do they live with the employer? Are they staying in the same shop or, 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 or office place? Do they have free time for themselves to do their own things? 
without being monitored by the employer so these are all things that you can look out for or we need to look out for so aid to victims of human trafficking victims of human trafficking can get help i would like to point that out once more victims of human trafficking can get help if you suspect that you are a victim of human trafficking contact the assistance system for victims of human trafficking there's a so you can find the contact information on their website and and you know even you as an individual in public you want to make sure that you're protecting this individual if you find that and you want to assist them or tell them where to go you can do it anonymously you do not have to shout it out to the public confidentiality and keeping it between you and the individual firstly is to protect yourself and to protect them as well um and always you have to remember that if you if you if you are helping somebody in this situation who is a victim of human trafficking whether it's a victim of um, whether it's an adult or a child it doesn't matter where no matter what the exploitation is you always want to make sure firstly your own safety comes first and that of that person so whatever it is that they have entrusted me tell you that you get their permission report then when you do you don't make it the social media thing you know your their safety also comes first you, we talk about here now confidentiality whatever is shared is between you and when you and the right officials who need to know about this and secondly from a professional perspective if you are a social worker or somebody working with victims of um, exploitation uh, in general you have to follow your organization um, the organization criteria platforms all these things that you have to go by the rules what does it say how do we do what when can you when can when can you start protecting the client in, in, in case of which I want to need protection all those things then you follow it step by step each organization is different but the most important thing is about the protection of the individual it's a human rights about human dignity so the finnish civil society platform against trafficking human beings or the igb platform for for its finnish acronym is a network of civil society organizations and researchers the purpose of the platform is to distribute and to provide information about action against trafficking in human beings and victim assistance as well as to join forces to advocate for the improvement and strengthening of anti-trafficking actions and victim assistance structure the platform is coordinated by victim support finland and the principles of the network have currently been signed by the following civil uh, society actors I'm not going to mention all of them but uh, Amnesty International Finland is one of them you have the Finnish Refugee Advice Center you have the Free a Victim you have the Finnish Committee UNICEF the Red Cross you have Monica uh, Multicultural Women's Association you have you know the National Council of Women in of Finland um uh, 
you have basically global clinic turku and this is a different organization that you can find all over finland and furthermore just to add on to that list organizations that really where when you can get assistance like national assistance system for victims trafficking and that's like a 24/7 call center and you can call directly to plus 358295463177 and uh, the you can visit the ichmiskaupapistv where the service is also in english as well as you know the one of the uh, organization that when you are a victim directly you go to also riku pistefi you know they offer these services on various crimes of human trafficking and here you know this is where you can go directly as well as protoki piste you know um pakolais neuvonta sapistefi all these different organizations offer assistance and one can contact them you know you no one should suffer alone and no one should be subjected to human trafficking of any sort but as a matter of who they are where they come from it's about being a human and it's our responsibility as as people who belong to a society to look out for one another you know it's about seeing the light in the darkness so at least one of us have to be good enough to help somebody in need when you come such when you come across such cases and i'm just gonna Uh, before closing i'm just gonna go through the legal framework within finland so uh, in finland it's of like severe forms of labor exploitation such as trafficking in human beings and ex- uh, extortionate work discrimination have been discriminalized in finland since 2004 so partly due to the increase of migrant workers in the the beginning of the decade of 2000 and moreover the provision of trafficking in human being has been mainly influenced by the Palermo protocol and the council framework decision of 2002 and this was done in July of 2002 in on combating trafficking in human beings so the Finnish criminal code the Rikoslaki in Swedish is Straflango I don't know if I said it now you know uh, chapter 39 so has a provision on trafficking in human beings and aggravated trafficking in human beings moreover in the criminal code there are offenses categorized as resembling human trafficking which are relevant to labor exploitation and these offenses include aggravated pandering you know aggravated arrangement of illegal entry and extortionate work discrimination so furthermore the offenses of work discrimination employment of agency offense unauthorized use of foreign labor you know aggravated uh, usually so it's all these things have been mentioned in the legal framework and the finnish criminal code doesn't include a provision of of on, on suppression of slavery or forced labor however the fundamental rights guaranteed in the constitution in finland this woman perus toslaki Finland it's you know it's there from 1999 has seemed to cover this area 
despite all what is happening in society so that the so this legal framework is basically the bed on which all the services and all the assistance have been built um, and you find all these many organizations that are actually ready to offer assistance and this is not just the ministry themselves but also NGOs also private companies and so I am therefore aging professionals individuals whoever you come across if you suspect that somebody is a victim of human trafficking somebody is being ex- exploited in their workplace mistreated make it your duty to help them or at least refer them to an organization that will help them to deal with the situation no one should be subjected to that at all it is our duty to look out for one another This brings me to my final discussion. Um, yeah, I think we are gonna stop here. And I just want to point out that, you know, victims of human trafficking can get help and need help. And so, once again, if you suspect that you are a victim of human trafficking, contact authorities to get help. I know this edition was made for specifically for Ichmes Kawapisaki in Finland or human trafficking in Finland in general, but um, authorities all over the world are working round the clock to combat human trafficking, to help those who are being ex- exploited in different areas. And so don't stay quiet, report it. And also, I wanted to point out that once embassies, organizations like, you know, governments are collaborating around the clock to put legislations in the right places, you know, treaties in the right places, and work together to help those in need. So don't be quiet, there is help out there. We have to keep in mind that just because there is all the bad that we see does not mean there isn't good. So you do your best, you look after yourself and follow the right channels that are in place in order to make sure that you do not fall a victim of exploitation, of labor. And remember that jobs being done, you deserve to be paid. So once again, um, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I hope you learned a lot from this and yeah, help somebody in it.